I'm Chris Hagen. For those who don't know, I've been a language coach for many years. In my career, I've taught a wide variety of people from famous singers and radio presenters to doctors, uni students, and yes, even desperate housewives trying to find an English lover. I finally decided to share my thoughts, tips and tricks with the world. Also check out my YouTube channel if you want to see my ugly mush. So let's kick off this podcast with a great jingle. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. For you comes in your ears Another word for things is cheers He's the new kid from the block Here for you around the clock Shining on his English lips Chris Is an anagram of risk Chris can you believe it? We're at the 10th episode already and Christmas is just around the corner. Have you started your Christmas shopping? I'm sure you haven't because it's still November. But you crazy people out there, I know some people do start it in September. Now, something else that happens over Christmas is normally everybody gets fat. Now, I know we're still at the beginning of November, but I want to tell you something quite important. And I beg you to fix it. Okay, why? One thing I want to ask you before I get started is why, wherever I am, there is no pen? When is somebody going to invent a pen? Or has a pen been invented that attaches to your body? Can somebody tell me? Because I'm fed up jumping around the room looking for the pen. Wherever I put it in the last position it was, where the hell is it? I can't find it. Now, anyway, what would I want? What, what do I want to tell you about today? I want to tell you about this thing here we were talking about at christmas everyone gets fat okay also at halloween if you eat loads of sweets candy in america sweets if you went trick-or-treating over halloween on halloween there's only one day no the 31st of october it's only one it's only one of them if you got fatter over halloween as well maybe now you need to do a diet in inverted commas okay do a diet is not correct you can't do a diet and you can't make a diet. Well, you can make one, but it doesn't really mean the same thing as what you're trying to express, what you're trying to say to somebody. If you make a diet, you actually create it for somebody else, okay? Maybe you create it for yourself, but you're creating it. You're actually writing down, this should be done, and this should be done, and this should be done. But if I'm the fatty here, fatty bum bum, <laughs> which is actually quite true at the minute, if I'm the fatty bum bum and I need to do a diet, as foreigners say, I should say I need to go on a diet. That means put myself literally on a diet, okay? You find the diet and you sit on top of it. No, but we actually say to go on a diet. You don't sit on anything. Well, hopefully you sit on a chair, nothing else. Okay, so you go on a diet. You don't do a diet, you don't make a diet unless you're actually creating it for somebody else or for yourself, like I just said. You go on a diet. You can also say I'm following a diet if you're quite posh. Okay, but I'm not posh. So you go on a diet. Remember, go on a diet. Don't say I do a diet. Please don't say it. Please fix it. And if any of you out there know of a, uh, a company or a product that I can buy which keeps a pen attached to me in my hand 24 hours a day, please let me know. Just a bit of adverts. Looking for some extra reading comprehension material? Then Cirque Magazine is what you're looking for. And guess what? It's totally free. Cirque Magazine helps you expand your vocabulary while learning about new people, places and events. The world is now a smaller place with Cirque. Cirque Magazine, your window into the world of English. The link's in the description. It is. Go and have a look in the description. There's links to many things, not only to that. So who's our first guest this week? Ah, have you got your pom-poms ready? I'm sure in my previous life I was a cheerleader. Nobody wants to see that these days. Give me a Y! Oh, wait. 
Wait, why? Because it's the first letter of her name. Okay. Give me a Y! Y! Give me a V! V! Give me a O! Give me a N N E! Give me a Y! Give me a V! V! Give me a O! Give me a N N E! Yvonne! Is it Yvonne or Yvonne? Because I keep hearing people saying differently. Yvonne. Yvonne. Okay, so you say Yvonne. I say Yvonne. Well, if, if, if you were my boss I used to work for, he could never remember what my name was. So he wrote it. Betty. He, <laughs> no, no, he wrote it on the wall above him and he started calling me Vonnie. And I, Vonnie. Said, I said, why are you calling me Vonnie, Robin? And he said, because it's easier than trying to remember if it's Yvonne or Yvonne or whatever. So he just called oh, okay, me Vonnie. Right. I've always called you Auntie Yvonne. Well, it doesn't matter, really. Yvonne. No, it does to me. But <laughs> <laughs> you respond to anything, it's fine, like, oi, That's why come I never here. answered you. I didn't know who you were talking uh, to. Uh, who? Who? <laughs> no, but do you know, recently I was thinking, keep hearing Yvonne, Yvonne. Even when I've said it to Debbie, Debbie's your daughter who lives right. in Sardinia, who I was with the other week, she never corrected me. And I was thinking, but maybe like maybe it's like a Mancunian way of pronouncing it. Or no, something, well, I don't know. I just call it Yvonne. It, mm -hmm. it's, it's just, well, I think of it. I, I, I don't, did you know that I was supposed to be called Shirley when I was born? Do you know, on the way here, I actually took a photograph. This is no word of a lie. That's an Irish expression, okay? I took a photograph of a sign that said, Shirley left. It's on my phone. Really? Yeah, there's a, there's a, <laughs> a city also. On the way here, there's a town called Shirley. How weird. And I thought, I need to take a picture of that. And I had no idea why. Well, now you know Seriously, why. Seriously. Shall I, know. I tell you the Go story? On, tell me the story. Okay. Why Shirley, Shirley Bassey? Apparently, no, no, no. Way, way further back than Shirley Bassey. You're older than Shirley Bassey. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I'm probably on. Shirley Temple. Ah, okay. Who right. was a famous little star. The, the blonde. She had curly hair. She was like about this big. She danced and she sang and did everything. Mm -hmm. My mother was going down to have me registered and uh -huh. one of her neighbours came with her, Mrs Lucas. And um, when they got to the registration office, uh, my mum, uh, she said to my mum, so what are you going to call her? And she said, Shirley. And she said, you can't call her that. <laughs> okay. And mum uh, said, why not? She said, well, everybody's called Shirley these days. Why would you just give oh, her a... trendy name. Yeah, just, just give her a different name. And my mum said, well, I don't need to stop bothering. I can't, I can't think of any names. And uh, Mrs. Lucas said, um, call her Yvonne. That's a nice name. It's a French name. Mm -hmm. There's not very many of those around. Mm -hmm. So I was called Yvonne. Oh, for this reason. Um, and the weird thing is, when I went to school, there was only two Yvonnes in the whole school. So she was right. Oh, there right. wasn't many Yvonnes around. 25 Shirley's. <laughs> 25 Shirley's. <laughs> 25 Shirley's. I had no idea. So basically, Grandma didn't really think about your no. name. Somebody no. else chose your name. Absolutely. That's really sums up our family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. So, um, a question from Debbie. Okay. Oh God, this. No, no, it's not bad. She said, tell me, there's a story about grandma and some wood. Something to do with the wood. Trees. Maybe that's what she means. <laughs> she just wrote wood. And I don't know if she's talking about the, okay. the spray from D, D squared or is she talking about something If like it's that? what I think it is. Probably. Um, when my mum... If it's um, not, tell us anyway. Before. No, <laughs> When my mum and my Aunt Dini, they used to, wherever we lived, wherever the world, they always came and stayed with us mm. two weeks, three, whatever, together. Yeah, Tweedledum and Tweedledee, uh, yeah. the pair. They were like the female equivalent of Morecambe and Wise, literally. My mm -hmm. neighbours loved them. They were all out in the gardens listening when they were there. Anyway, uh, they were in the garden one day and um, they said, what can we do? What can we do? And I said, we can do a little bit of weeding if you want. or a bit." Uh, Mike was at work at the time. My husband was at work at the time. 
I said a bit of pruning, you know, just cut things back a little bit because my mum mm -hmm. did gardening at home. Yeah. And I thought, I thought, and I looked and I, and I thought, there's nothing they can really bugger up, you know, there's nothing they can do wrong. Mm. I was wrong. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I just left them to it. They, I took them a cup of tea out at one stage and then I was getting the dinner ready. And then Mike came home and he looked out the window and he swore very, very loudly. Mm. And I said, what's the matter? And he said, what then? Are they doing? You can swear in my podcast. Uh, if what you the are. f are they doing? What the frog are they doing? Yeah. yeah. What the frog are they doing? <laughs> and I said, "What do you mean?" I said, "They're just tidying the garden up. They're weeding. Mm. They're, you know." Mm -hmm. And he said, "They're cutting my cherry tree down." And they cut it. <laughs> Gee, no. Well, when I looked out the window, I, twig left. I, I burst out laughing because it was. <laughs> I mean, it was a fairly new cherry tree right. we hadn't had it that long uh -huh. and one of the branches which was just starting to go nice to grow nicely out yeah. like that to make it into a tree shape. right yeah. yeah well my mum was holding the branch down no my aunt aunt dina was holding the branch down my mum had a saw and she was sawing oh, off the branch geez. and i was like <laughs> but did I you didn't... stop them in time no no <laughs> she'd cut halfway sure through Michael it and it just as it just fell off as, as I looked out the window, <laughs> and he wasn't happy, needless to say. And so, <laughs> I, were they invited back, though? I, you... I always invited them back. Uh, I always okay. invited them back. All right, so this is the story of the wood, then. Thank you very much. Well, I can't think yeah. of any other wood. But... No, maybe it is. I'll find, yeah. If it's not, she'll let us know, I'm sure. Okay. She's not shy telling us. <laughs> okay, I'll see you next time for another question. Thank you very much. Give me an E, e. give me an N, N. give me an N. N, give me an O, o. give me a v. v, give me a Y. Why? Why? It's Ivani in reverse. Well, so there you go. Every time you're finding out a bit more about my family and how crazy we all are. This Auntie Eni, bless her soul, also once took me away from my house. Not, not, not in that sense. Like, took me out for an ice cream. Bought me a slider, which is, you know, these like thin wafers with ice cream in the middle. It's called a slider. And on the way home, she argued with me where we lived. And it took us a couple of hours to get home. And the normal walk was like three minutes. So there you go. That was only one of the many, many stories. Also, grandma, my grandma and Antini once were in my nan's, so my mum's house. And they had an aquarium in the middle. In the middle of two rooms. And one of them was in one room. One of them was in the other room. And they're going, ah, come here. There's an aquarium here too. And the other one, there's also one here. And like, come here. No, this one's better. It was the same one just in the middle of the wall. She's from Australia. Koala. Kingdom of dangerous animals. That's them that you go. Make sure that you know which you can hold and which will kill you. Like a jellyfish. It's getting Lawrence. This week I wanted to talk about the blue ringed octopus. Blue uh, ringed octopus. It, it wears rings. <laughs> well, it has rings on it. It's a spotted blue spotted octopus so it's spotted or ringed <laughs> it's like a ring it's like a spot it kind of lights up take a look on the internet it's really uh. beautiful uh, let's say but it's very dangerous this is one of the ones where maybe you'll learn something uh, important so the blue ringed octopus is a very very small octopus that you can find in australia mm -hmm. uh, and it's one of the first things you learn about when you're a kid because they're very dangerous uh if you get stung by one it can kill you within 15 minutes oh geez even oh, proper. have you got a picture yeah yeah here we go here's oh. a picture can you see it but it's on somebody's hand. Isn't exactly. That, isn't that dangerous? That's it. If you search online for Pretty this octopus, cute. you'll find a lot of <laughs> photos of people holding these. These are obviously tourists who don't realize that what they're <laughs> holding could kill them in <laughs> less so than 15 the, minutes. The, the famous photos you take before you die. <laughs> 
exactly. Great. Yeah, so these cretins here with these nice little... But it's cute. It's very cute. It's not cute. It will kill you straight away. So they're, I want one. they're something that, um, that you often find in rock pools. So very mm -hmm. close to beaches. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why when you're a kid, you learn that you should not be swimming in rock pools. You should not be playing in rock pools because you might come across this little creature. And if you can see its blue rings, it means that it's aggravated and it's going to bite them. Ah, because so, um, the other time you don't see them. Exactly. It's hidden. The blue mm -hmm. rings are generally hidden or disguised. But when it's showing you its blue rings, like in the pictures you can see online of people holding them, uh -huh. it means that it's very upset and it wants to bite you. Ah, okay. So these people really are risking their life here. Yeah, absolutely. So do not touch them. Mm -hmm. If you find one, do not pick it up. It could kill you. And is this, is this like an octopus? Do you eat this? <laughs> you can't eat it. No, no. no. <laughs> they're not eating, but they're very small. They're about maybe um, you could fit it in your hand. They're very, very small octopuses, so very mm. easy to miss. Um, and uh, so this is it. Basically, the advice that we always learned with regard to this was basically do not touch colorful things that you find in the water. Okay. Because if mm. it's colorful, it's probably because it's trying to warn you that it's very, very poisonous. Ah, so colorful animals. Exactly, colorful animals in general. No, someone's swimming past in bright yellow speedos. Don't touch colorful things in, the <laughs> in Australia. You do everything on the beach, I'm sure. Yeah, barbecues on the beach, no? Yeah, of course. Ah. Yeah, yeah. You're not normal, you people. Go on. So, well, that's it. So, so don't so touch colorful anything. Exactly. Don't touch, uh, don't touch colorful shells. Don't touch colorful sea life. Um, if it's colorful, it's for a reason. Usually that means that it's venomous. Mm. So you have to be careful with these And ones. have you ever been stung by an insect, an insect, an animal like this? Um, yes, I was stung once when I was a kid. I stepped on a very strange sea slug. A sea slug? And it was very pointy and it ended up putting these little um, thorns mm -hmm. inside my foot. Not like, a, like a hedgehog type thing. Yeah, it was a like a hedgehog thing. slug kind mm -hmm. of thing. It was bright purple. Yeah, disgusting. Yeah, it was colourful. You shouldn't touch it. <laughs> exactly. If it's colourful, don't. Listen to your own <laughs> advice. You don't listen at all. That's no, it. It'd be very interesting to speak to these people on these photographs. I want to look on Instagram yes. and contact them and go, are you still alive? <laughs> In fact, I can't imagine what they would think once they Google what they've been touching and oh. they realise that that animal could kill them within minutes. It's honestly super, super dangerous. Mm, like me about to kill these children who are outside the house and dogs barking. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is very nice little animal. But this, this thing here looks like something you could buy in a pet shop. Yeah, in fact, well, with yeah, it looks like that. But they're quite rare as well. I mean, it's not something you're going to come across if you visit Australia for a few weeks. But it's something that you just have to be careful of because they do exist. Um, but they're quite cute. It's true. In the pictures, they look very sweet. Maybe to eat as well. Maybe this week to eat as well. Mm. But what <laughs> exactly. other animals like? I mean, this this here does it get bigger? No, it's very small. They're always tiny. They're very tiny and they live in rock pools. So they're really they eat impossible to find unless they're attached to you. Exactly, exactly. They you stick probably, to you. Exactly. You're probably not going to see it um, unless you're really searching for it, especially because without the rings, they're quite hard to see. Uh, but the problem with it that makes them so dangerous is that because they're found in rock pools, they're usually very close to the beaches and the coast so it's not something that you have to go out to sea to find something that is around where the public 
place where children go walking on the rocks. So that's what makes it such an important um, mm. kind so of So I think it really, when you go back to Australia, you shouldn't work for the Australian Tourist Board because every, <laughs> everything you say is, do not go on the beach, do not go on the rocks, do not go in the sea. So don't go to Australia, it's easier. Yeah. <laughs> stay here is a reason to keep you here. <laughs> Kelly, stay here until you stay alive. <laughs> And so anyway, that's it. I, I hope you like learning about this one. Have a look on the internet. Look it up because it's really interesting. Um, I find these stupid people who are yeah. taking pictures with them. Yeah. There's actually some videos of people holding them as well. As well, so. videos. Exactly. God. All right. All right. So, thank you very much. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Now we won't die down under So listen to Kelly's words of advice. Not everything beautiful is good for you. Jingle. See you next week. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. If all you can see in your ears, another word for thanks is cheers. Kiss the new kid from the block, if all you around the clock. Shining on his English lips, Chris. Is an anagram of risk. <laughs>